0: This program is brought to you by personallifemedia.com.
1: This program is intended for mature audiences only.
0: Welcome to Sex, Love, and Intimacy. I'm your host, Chip August, and on the show today, we're talking to Arden Lee. Arden is the co-founder of Sirens, which is a New York City seduction forum for women. And uh, Arden has been interested in seduction ever since she knew what the word meant. She's been the uh, director of training and marketing at uh, one of New York's most renowned houses of uh, professional dominatrixes, domination, (laughs) where she uh, not only trained uh, young dominatrices uh, in seduction, And she also was her own very successful professional dominant. Um, She has written a seduction guide for everyday women called Whipped, a professional dominatrix shares the secrets to wrapping men around your little finger. She's a certified practitioner of NLP and Erickson hypnosis. Uh, uh, She said in her own bio that she's been publicly labeled a predator and she took it as a compliment. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Arden Lee.
1: Thank you very much, Chip. Thank you for having
0: me here. Oh, it's my pleasure, Arden. Um, uh, you're uh, you're you're an interesting. Uh, I, I was looking at your uh, personal website and also looking at the uh, Seduction Forum for Women, and uh, this is quite an interesting thing. So, tell me, how did you how does it how did you come about creating a Seduction Forum for Women, and what is a Seduction Forum?
1: Uh, Well, essentially what I do is I teach classes, group classes, but I also offer one-on-one coaching as well as I try to provide a a social network for women who are interested in expediting their romantic goals. And I came about doing this, uh, uh, as you've already mentioned, I spent uh, several years as a professional dominatrix. Um, I never had any inkling that it was the way that I wanted to spend uh, my entire life, although I certainly had a lot of fun while I was doing it. Um, and after I retired from that, um, I said to myself, okay, um, what, uh, what skill set do I have and how, how can I parlay this uh, into, uh, into my next career venture? And since, as you mentioned, I was the director of training and marketing at the house where I worked. Um, Basically, what I was doing there, uh, aside from my own sessions with my own personal clients, I was basically training the other women there who wanted to be successful pro-doms to uh, seduce and compel those around them into uh, becoming their clients and not only how to attract them but also how to retain them. And as I was doing this as a professional Dom, um, I noticed that much of what I was teaching was really quite applicable to uh, people's personal lives as well. I found myself not only improving my own personal life but also uh, being able to advise uh, friends and people around me on how to improve their own personal lives using many of the same strategies uh, that uh, that I was using in my own marketing. So I thought, you know, what what better next career venture to, uh, to to go upon than to teach women everything that I've learned in uh, in marketing myself and how that applies to uh, gaining a fulfilling personal life.
0: Okay, so this is a little confusing to me because it seems to me <laughs> that, uh, well, uh, hey, you know, <laughs> uh, it seems to me that... Uh, a dominatrix, somebody comes and says, uh, dominate me. And so it, it I don't quite get the connection to seduction because the person doesn't want to be seduced. They want to be topped. They want to be uh, controlled in some mutually uh, agreed-upon way. So um, tell me how seduction plays into domination.
1: Absolutely. Uh, that's very true that when a client goes to see a pro-dom, he does have certain goals in mind, certain things that he... Wants to accomplish or engage in his own fetishes. Um, However, you really can't. You know, I'm I'm based in New York City, uh, where I am as a seduction coach, but also as a as a former pro dom. Um, You really can't walk too far in New York City without bumping into a pro dom. So, a potential client could really, theoretically, could go to see anyone. And what's going to keep him? What's going to attract him to come and see you of all people? Um, and to moreover you know keep coming back to see you time and time again, and that 's where seduction really comes in is that no matter what um, no matter what your goals are uh, with with someone you know whether it is in your personal life or whether it's you know if you 're a pro dom and you 're with a client, um, you have to have the ability to attract and compel people and also to keep them coming back to you and that 's where seduction really comes in, I think is that it 's about compelling people to to be sort of magnetized uh, to, to come to you and to want to find out more about you and to want to be around you and also to keep them coming back. And the way that you do that is by really creating an emotional experience for someone. So as a dom, um, you know, some people say, oh, well, I I thought that these women are just, you know, uh, leather clad bitches who, who kick men and step on them and call them pigs and, and whatever. And, um, It's really not 100% true. Um, It's really about a real, true, skilled dom is going to be able not only to engage in that person's fetishes, but also to really get inside their heads. And that's, I think, where seduction really comes in.
0: Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about this word seduction because... uh I, uh, I was actually leading a workshop, not uh, not not in uh, not quite in your area, I lead workshops in sex, love and intimacy, um, but I was leading a workshop and uh, we did an exercise and one of my partners, uh, the exercise I thought was a flirting exercise, and one of my partners used the word, said seduce your partner rather than flirt with your partner, and it brought up a very interesting vibe in the room um, hmm. of some people thinking of seduction as somehow... Uh, different than flirting so I I don't quite know what you mean when you mean seduction and just now when you were talking about it it sort of sounded like you were using the word seduction to mean sales basically I'm gonna I'm gonna you know talk you into something so tell me more what is seduction
1: actually I think that's a very good analogy Um, more than sales I often compare seduction to marketing I've also I've often said that seduction is um, essentially the marketing of the self marketing is of course essentially seduction by a product uh, in both uh, in, in both areas you're really creating an emotional experience for the person that you're seducing and creating a sort of uh... charisma and uh, an attraction to yourself i think seduction tends to get a bad rap especially if you look in uh... various dictionaries is that it's literally to lead astray and often a lot of uh... Of dictionary definitions try to say that to imply uh, uh, that rather that that being led astray, you're being led down a bad path or a path that you would not have normally chosen for yourself and that that somehow makes it um, immoral or, or transgressive um, which is I don't believe necessarily the case. Um, I believe that seduction is really about taking someone on a journey so that's true in part that you are leading someone down a path, but that you are taking them on a journey that they're excited to take and uh, that you're creating an emotional experience for them that they are going to find fulfilling.
0: Well, this is um, uh, there's definitely more to talk about on this, but I also want to pause for a moment here. So, um, uh, listeners, uh, you're listening to Sex, Love, and Intimacy. I'm talking to Arden Lee. We're at the moment we're talking about seduction. We're going to talk about a lot more. Uh, but as we break, I just want to remind you, uh, please do listen to these messages. There are, uh, you know, the sponsors are really what make it possible for me to bring my show to you, and more than that, the um, the sponsors have some pretty cool stuff. And uh, uh, if it's not mentioned in the ads, you might also want to go check my uh, my episode page uh, at personallifemedia.com you might want to look at the sex love and intimacy page because on that page I have dollar off uh, or percentage off deals for uh, audible.com I think for Adam and Eve I think for ice.com there's all kinds of deals and uh, you can save some money and uh, support the sponsors and the sponsors support support us and we get to bring you more shows and it's a win 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 so uh, please listen to these and, and then come on back because we've got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about, including by the end of the interview, an exercise that you can do at home. So you're listening to Sex, Love & Intimacy, and we'll be right back. Listen to Just for Women, Dating, Relationships & Sex, A weekly internet audio program from personallifemedia.com. Fresh inspiration and expanded relationship options for today's woman. back to Sex, Love & Intimacy. I'm your host, Chip August. I'm talking to Arden Lee. Arden is the co-founder of Sirens, a seduction, f- a seduction forum for women, and she's uh, she has been a professional dominatrix and a trainer of uh, dominatrices and uh, an all-around very interesting person. So I just have to ask this because I'm just curious. How does somebody... Wind up as a professional dom. I mean, how did you get a career in this? Is this just turning your hobby into money, or what?
1: Uh, I think everyone has a different story about that. I can certainly share mine. I think mine's a touch unique. <laughs> but um, I was a very late bloomer, sexually speaking. So we'll 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 go back to to that point. I actually didn't have sex for the first time until I was twenty-two. So uh, and, and in, in mentioning that, I would like to also add that my, my skills as a, as a seductress, therefore, are not something uh, that I was genetically predisposed to. Uh, it's a skill set that I believe that that any woman can learn if she puts in enough effort. Uh, but anyway, back to the story. Um, shortly after that, I started um, you know, I, I guess you could say I went from zero to 60 that finally when the world of my sexuality opened before me, I was excited about exploring it. And I started dating this boy who was, um, very outspokenly into the world of BDSM. He was, uh, he was a dominant and, um, and I, I got into a relationship with him where I uh, played submissive to uh, to his dominant and uh, the the play was great, the sex was great, and it was all very new and very exciting um, however that 's kind of the only thing that really held us together. I think is that as t- as two people outside of our sex lives, we were not very compatible so Needless to say, uh, our relationship started getting a little rocky several months into it. And uh, one of the things I noticed was that you know when his eyes started sort of wandering um, was that he had added to his MySpace friends list, uh, and this was this was you know about four, five years ago, four years ago, maybe when when Myspace was really at its at its peak. He had added to his friends' list all these profiles of these very sexy girls clad in all this you know fetish wear. Um, And I called him on that. I said, you know, who who are these girls on your friends list? And he said, oh, well, they're fellow dominants, and we're going to share tricks of the trade or whatever. And I thought, okay, well, you know, two people can play this game. I'm going to add some of them to my friends list as well. Fast forward to about a month later, uh, we broke up. And, um, you know, I called him back after we broke up, and I said, I think we made a mistake. I wanted to get back together. And he said, no. He said, no, I think it's a good idea that we broke up. Uh, so at that point for me, the gloves were off, <laughs> you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, I, I assumed uh, no responsibility after that. You know, if, if someone's, if someone's going to break up with me, then, you know, they, they get what's coming to them. So I, uh, at the time I was working as a bartender, um, uh, terrible job. I was, I was really miserable at this one place I was working. So one day I'm sort of pussing around my space and I find these women, you know, this, this, these girls that I had added to my friends list, these girls in fetish wear. And it turned out that it was their professional dom characters' profiles. They were at this house that was very technologically progressive and was trying to market to younger people by uh, having their doms make MySpace profiles. So I messaged this one woman on there, totally not even expecting to hear back from her because, you know, what would she want with some little submissive girl like me? And uh, I wrote to her and I just said, hey, I got out of my first relationship where I was a submissive. I think maybe I could do this. You know, do you have any pearls of wisdom for someone who's looking to get into your industry? And she messaged me back the very next day and she said, actually, the house where I am working uh, right now is holding interviews. Why don't you come in and see if you would like a position here? (laughs) So, of course, I thought, um, I was shocked. um, And I thought, all right, well, I'll go in just, you know, for the hell of it. It'll be, you know, a crazy story to tell the grandkids one day, totally not expecting that I was going to feel comfortable yet in that environment, despite the fact that I had played in my own lifestyle. You know, playing with strangers was going to be something completely different. So, uh, but I walked in, and everyone was really cool. Uh, everyone was like in their early 30s. Uh, the owners were really chill, really laid back, um, and uh, and they said, you know, I think you could do really well at this, and we'd like to offer you a job. And I thought, oh oh, shit, I'm going to do this. <laughs> so I, I took the job. Uh, I, got, uh, I got back at my ex by, you know, now all of these girls that he was drooling over on MySpace were now all my, you know, new coworkers and my, my new friends uh, who totally didn't even know who he was. They were like, oh, well, we just added anybody to our, our MySpace profiles because it's good publicity. So no, we don't even know who your ex is. <laughs> and, uh, and to add uh, to add salt to the wounds, a month later um, i started uh... i started dating one of the owners of the house meaning that now not only was i best friends with all these girls that my ex was fetishizing But I was also dating their boss, and I chased him out of the fetish scene for a good year after that. People sometimes ask me, what is the most sadistic thing that you have done as a pro-dom, and I often tell them it was the act of becoming a pro-dom itself.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) That's a story. That That is a story. That is a story. Okay, um, I I just want to go on record here that uh, I know that you think 22 is a late bloomer, and I am sure there are people listening who uh, were still virgins at 22, and uh, so i I just noticed that uh, it's sort of in my crusade to banish uh, shame from sexuality. If you were just listening to that and thinking, "Wow, well, then I was really late," I want to <laughs> say that the whole concept of early bloomer, late bloomer is mostly in your own head. <laughs> there sure, is sure. no, you know, there is no exactly right age, and there's no, there's a lot of wrong ages, and there is no exactly right age for the first time that you actually have uh, intercourse with someone. It's just. It's when it happens, you know. Very and, uh, true. Yeah. Very, very so, true. Sorry, it's just my little, just my little plug for shamelessness, because uh, there's just of too course. much shame out there. Okay. So you, um, we were talking about seduction, and you were actually liking it to, likening it to marketing, which I thought was well, I thought was pretty interesting. Not that I haven't, I, I actually had a fifteen-year career in advertising and marketing, and certainly when you're in those marketing meetings, we know we're trying to seduce consumers into using our product or our service. But you rarely hear when you're in the seduction business that we're using marketing. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're, it's, that's not usually so. Um, I just want to, you actually teach people to have sort of a personal brand, don't Absolutely.
1: you? So can you Absolutely. say, can you talk
0: about that a little bit?
1: Sure, of course. Uh, one of the things that I'm sure you're familiar with that they talk about in marketing is that you cannot be everything to everybody. Uh, if and, and this was very true to, um, in the pro-dom industry. Um, if a pro-dom would kind of, come out into the, the industry and, and try to get every session possible. You know, it's that same thing where, you know, when, when something comes to mean everything, it also comes to simultaneously mean nothing at all. So we really encourage dons in the industry to uh, really specialize in something, to find their own persona and their own specialties. And what I found is that this really applies to seduction as well. It applies to one's own personal life in the sense that um, you know, one thing that I often ask women, you know, for example, when defining your personal brand and figuring out um, your target market, basically, you know, what kind of what kind of targets are you going after, and what sort of brand is going to appeal to those people, you know, um, often I'll ask them, as an example do you want to be the girl who can sleep with the rock star or do you want to be the next first lady? You know, and obviously when you think of those two archetypes, there's very, very different brands behind those. So you need to find out where it is that you want to fit in and also to accept the fact that you do not have to subscribe to the belief that you are born into a role or society molds you into a role and that that's what, where you have to stay. You really need to empower yourself in terms of saying, okay, I can create, I can forge an identity for myself of my own choosing and I can wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, this is who I want to be. This is who I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to assimilate into my identity because it's, what i 'm happy uh, what i 'm happy, happy living at
0: so you' really uh, you're really inviting women to look at their uh, their goals, look at what they, where they want to be what they want to accomplish, really who they want to be in their life, and then focus their attention on the things that move them towards their goals and kind of stop wasting time on the things that aren't
1: absolutely absolutely oh I, I definitely you know in terms of stop wasting time on the, on the things that aren't that's very true too but um, even, even in terms of going further than, you know, not wasting time, I think, you know, certainly if you, if you've had a uh, you know, experience in, in the marketing and advertising world, you're you're familiar with the concept that, you know, certain things that do not conform to your brand only serve to muddy the waters. And an example I like to give of that is, for example, you know, um, if I go home and I go to bed with someone and he undresses me, he will never, ever find me in a pair of Hanes underwear (laughs) because that would serve to muddy my brand. Uh, My brand is is very much about um, uh, certain pleasures and certain luxuries and and really taking care to, uh, um, you know, uh, to make my, my own appearance. Uh, compelling for one. Um, so therefore, I always wear really beautiful lingerie, and that's more for me than for anyone else, because that it's important to me that I wake up in the morning and I put on nice lingerie, and it makes me feel good about myself. But so, you know, for example, something like that, um, you know, some, something like wearing a pair of granny panties for me would uh, would... Muddy the waters of my brand, right? To say the least, right? And
0: then turning that around, there are for, for sure there are women who is, whose seduction is that they look great in those the the not granny panties, but but the Hanes <laughs> the, the you know the Hanes t-shirts oh, and absolutely. the Hanes you know like that's their look and it and it works you know so mm-hmm. I get it you just have to find. And
1: your- I, I actually knew a girl who uh, who created something. Um, for herself, out of and she actually started doing it for a lover who insisted that she wear white cotton underwear every time that that she came to see him. And she and she she was really able to rock this really innocent Lolita kind of look with that, and it and it really worked for her. So yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, I've I've learned from being a pro Dom that you know it's it's possible to fetishize almost anything. And uh, uh, I would take you know,
0: the I would take the almost out of that sentence. <laughs> pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah, you're probably. Right about that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to pause. We need to pause for a moment here, listeners. Sure. You're uh, you're listening to Sex, Love, and Intimacy. I'm talking to Arden Lee. We're talking about seduction and domination and having a personal brand. And uh, we will be right back. in the in the next segment, Arden has an exercise for us to do. And um, I just want to remind you that we transcribe almost every uh, almost every episode of Sex, Love, and Intimacy. So if you hear something that I say or something that Arden says, and you think, Oh man, I just want to I want to cut and paste that and put it up on my computer every day. Great! Go on to the uh, uh, go to personallifemedia.com. Find the sex, love, and intimacy episode pages find our episode and you'll find a transcript right there and also it's a great way to um, tell people about good stuff you've heard on the show you can kind of cut and paste out a sentence or a paragraph and send it to someone and say i heard this great thing isn't this great and um, it helps you it helps me and it's one of the ways i grow the show because it's uh i do really want you to tell your friends and tell the people in your life that you enjoy this because we want to reach more and more and more people so uh, appreciate all that by the way if you have suggestions for guests or uh, comments or criticism about the show you can always reach me at chip at personallifemedia.com so uh, I always like to hear from people and uh, a lot of my guests come from your suggestions anyway we're gonna pause take a little commercial break here we'll be back in a moment uh, let's uh, let's go to break Listen to Sex, Tantra, and Kama Sutra, a weekly internet audio program from Personallifemedia.com. Learn ancient secrets that turn on the soul of sex at Personallifemedia.com. back to Sex, Love & Intimacy. I'm your host, Chip August. I'm talking to Arden Lee. Arden is the co-founder of Sirens, a New York City seduction forum for women. Um, She teaches the art and science of seduction, and uh, that's kind of what we've been talking about. So, um, in your own languaging, you and I were talking before the show, both by email and in person, and uh, one of the things you said kind of caught my attention. You you said you were really kind of trying to teach women how to beat guys at their own game uh at, yes you know and at <laughs> one point you said by acting like one of the boys so i'm a guy mm-hmm. and i may I, I actually am a pretty aware guy but i'm not sure i know what you mean by beating guys at their own games uh, or acting like one of the boys can you say like wh- what game are we talking about here what 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 are you talking sure, about ab-
1: absolutely um i also think that in, in addition to beating men at their own games um by uh, by sort of assimilating some, uh, some masculine traits into yourself. You can also do it to create common ground. Uh, you know, I, I think often people think that uh, the opposite sex is kind of um, foreign territory and, you know, men sometimes feel like they don't understand women, women feel like they don't understand men. Anything that you can do to create common ground, uh, is is really to your advantage in a seduction, um, but in terms of of beating men at their own game um, i I can give you an example um, you know uh, obviously it's, it's, um it's it 's a pretty well well known cliche that men, even if they 're in a committed relationship or even if they 're not, they like to visually check out other women, and this can often sort of be a test of the woman they 're with to say like well is she, is she going to get jealous you know how how possessive is she of me uh, even how interested is she in me so one guilty thing guilty, that,
0: is, guilty is charged yes, <laughs> yes. Am, am i am i right <laughs> absolutely, you know, absolutely. Yep. It's a, in fact it's a conversation <laughs> i have when i begin dating someone it's like so you have to know i really like looking at women and i'm not gonna i want to go home with you but i'm not gonna stop looking at everybody else that goes by
1: Yes, yep. yes, and and the woman who has a problem with that is obviously going to show you that she has a lot of insecurities about yep. herself, am I right?
0: Yep, and we're probably so, not going to go very far.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So one thing that I like to do to... Uh, increase my seductive abilities in that realm is that I like to check out other women first. And I will actually if I'm in the room and there's a woman that I think is attractive or whatever or and and it doesn't even have to be that I'm attracted to her. It could just be that I admire something about her look or there's there's something that compels the eye. And so I'll look over at her and I'll say to the man that I'm with, oh look at that, you know, that woman over there is, is quite pretty, don't you think? Or, or, you know, gee, I really like her style or, oh, she's got a great dress on or something like that. And by acknowledging the pretty woman at the other side of the room, you know, you allow the man to get his look at her and, you know, and go ahead and, <laughs> and, uh, and drink that in with his eyes like you knew he was going to anyway. And, uh, and, and basically, you, not only do you open it up to the fact that uh, you're not – uh, you're not threatened by her which which basically you've you 've beaten him to the punch was that he was going to look at her anyway, so you kind of you kind of beat him to that ability to uh, to maybe throw you off your own game by doing that by the fact that you 've gone ahead and done it first, but even more importantly, um, in terms of a woman feeling threatened by another woman, threat is all in perception. So if you are not threatened by another woman in the room, the man you are with is going to say, oh, she's not threatened. I guess she has no reason to be threatened. Uh, it est. She is a better catch than whatever woman is here or else she feels that she is and she probably has a good reason to feel so. So that's that's one example, uh, <laughs> and in terms of uh, how you can beat a man at his own game, uh, sh- shall I give you another one? <laughs> um, you
0: you know, uh, I yeah, I love this. So, um, but I wanna I wanna uh, just adjust uh, a little bit, languaging, just because, mm-hmm. uh, um, it is my experience that the stuff you're talking about isn't funda uh, isn't fundamentally heterosexual. So, you know, I I uh, I work with gay men, I work with lesbian women, I work with uh, uh, bi, I work with people who are questioning, who are not, and and I have to say, there is something also hot about that that partner of mine noticing the hot guys and saying... Ooh, that guy at the bar—he's, you know, right. That it's—it's. It's, I think that there's something hot about being open and aware of sexual sexuality all around us, regardless of the gender. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't—I don't, I don't oh, think yeah. it's. Yeah. So I just—and I just noticed when you're speaking, you're speaking at all uh, very heterosexually, and it's—it's it's fine. Uh, it's, it's probably true for most of the listeners here, but i, I just want to acknowledge that everything you're saying—it, you know—it works the same when you're cruising a gay bar. It's this. Oh, it's the Absolutely. same yeah so,
1: yeah, what so I what I, I specialize in is is of course coaching women uh on seducing men because i i feel that that's my strong point but a lot of what i teach and and also i should mention my business partner who is the co-founder of sirens uh also coaches men on uh seducing women and uh and most most of what we teach you know is really just about social dynamics and it and it does apply to uh to all orientations so that that is a very good point
0: okay so i want to um I would like to hear another example, but I want to use the time a little differently um the, uh, there's a there 's a thought that I have, and I just want to run this by you. Uh, I hear a lot in the media and read a lot that um young people in their teens in their twenties maybe even in their thirties they seem to be moving away from uh Uh, romance and seduction and moving towards uh, what what I think people usually just call hookups uh, Mm -hmm. where it's just sort of sex without any emotional commitment or maybe even without much intimacy it's just you know scratching an itch with each other Um, and yet you seem to fly in the face of that so what are you noticing about the people you talk to and the people who show up at your uh, your forum and um, is the is the hookup just overstated by media or or what
1: I think we're certainly living in a time where uh, there's a lot of sexual awareness and a lot of taboos have been broken. And people, people generally, at least in a lot of urban areas, I think they know that uh, as long as they're being safe, and they're being responsible, that, you know, having sex with with, with multiple partners is is okay as long as everyone's honest with each other and and upfront about it, uh, and, as I mentioned, also being safe. Um, that doesn't stop us from falling in love, however, you know, and we certainly can uh, have sex just for the fun of it. Um, I've done so myself, (laughs) you know, I'll, uh, I'll fess up to that. You know, sometimes, um, you're at a bar and you meet a Tommy Hilfiger model and you end up (laughs) on his rooftop later on. It happens, you know, but you know what happens? It doesn't
0: doesn't happen to me, but yes, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it, it it did to me apparently and uh, and I loved it. (laughs) But, um, you know, um, that doesn't stop you from sometimes you're at a bar or you're at a party or you're wherever you are and you look at someone and you feel this instant, this instant connection with them that you really can't describe that, that you know that, that just having sex with them is not going to be enough. And even if you do have sex with them, that you're going to become attached to them. And for women that's particularly true is that I believe we often overestimate our own abilities to remain detached where sex happens because biologically we get flooded with all of these, these, these chemicals, you know, uh, plenty of uh, dopamine and yeah, oxytocin. Yeah, exactly. And so when that happens, you know, whether it's when we meet that person or, or, or whenever we we get those feelings where we're like, we have to experience intimacy with this person or else we we feel like we'll, we'll just implode. That's where you really need a seduction skill set. I think it's pretty easy for women to just go out and have casual sex these days it's not um, it 's not a huge hurdle, shall I say, although I, I will add that I think that having a seductive persona is going to increase your number of uh, potential targets right. even for just random hookups
0: and and, um, and give you more options and yeah yeah
1: exactly so, so you can you know if you have that seductive persona, yeah you can you can pick and choose a little bit more, but um, you know when you do meet that person. And you really, you really fall in love, and you really know that you want more than that. Um, it, it, you know, it doesn't stop all, all the rest of those feelings from happening.
0: Okay, so we're we're starting to run out of time here. I um, if if women or if people wanted to get in touch with you, how would they find you, Arden?
1: Absolutely. Well, I do have a blog. Uh, it is at www.ardenleigh. a r d e n l e i g h. dot type typepad. t y p e p a d. dot com uh, my email address also is Arden Sirens at gmail A-R-D-E-N-S-I-R-E-N-S at gmail.com uh, And I also have an upcoming website uh, for the Sirens Seduction Forum that is, it's under construction but if you go right now there's a, a lovely front page graphic and my, my lovely logo that I had designed for us uh, at uh, www.seductionsirens.com So any of those ways are, uh, are great ways to, uh, to get in touch with me.
0: Excellent. And um, uh, of course listeners, if you just go to the episode pages of... uh uh, personallifemedia.com uh, d- just uh, uh, google in the search window just google Arden Lee and you'll get the episode and I'll uh, publish the links on, uh, on the episode pages there also so it's an easy way to reach um, we, we like to end the show we always like to uh, um, at some segment in the show have our guest uh, suggest an exercise that someone can do at home to improve their own love intimacy and sexuality and uh, you had an idea for one so this would be a good moment
1: Excellent. Uh, Yes. What I'd like to suggest uh, in terms of refining one's own personal seductive brand, uh, and this is something that, again, I often would coach uh, many of the pro-doms who worked with me to do, uh, but which women can do in their everyday lives as well, is that I really encourage women to keep their eyes open for figures or characters around them that Inspire them with their own compelling, magnetic uh, personalities or archetypes, and those could be characters in a novel, characters in a film. It could be a celebrity. It could be a figure in history. It could even be a piece of art, for example. Um, and what I like to encourage women to do is to to take a handful of those, you know, uh, two or three or or, or even more, and um, and blend those together in order to. Create the kind of persona that you are going to wake up in the morning and be really excited to 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 embody. and uh, um, what i what I advise is that you take a look at a certain figure who inspires you and figure out what it is about them that inspires you, whether it's their style, their look. It could be their voice, the way they speak. It could be their semantics, their vocabulary. It could be something about their personality. It could be body language. It could be an action that they do, whatever that is. Break it down mechanically and know that you can assimilate that into your own habits as well and really try to take control of the persona that you project to the world every day. And when you do that, you can realize how empowering it is to... Really, be in control of your own identity, and to be able to look at someone like a Marilyn Monroe or an Audrey Hepburn or a Ginger on Gilligan's Island or or whoever it is that inspires you, um, and uh, and and not to feel inferior to that figure, but rather to feel an equal, to know that you can grasp things and learn from them and assimilate, and that you can body embody that in your own life as well. So that would, be, that would be my suggested exercise. Take a look around you at what is inspiring you, figure out why it is inspiring you and figure out which of those characteristics that do inspire you are things that you would like to assimilate into your everyday persona.
0: And uh, I just want to say, men, if you're listening, uh, this is actually a great exercise for you to do also. Uh, Absolutely. It, it works just as well. So, um, uh, Arden Lee, it, it's been great talking to you. The time has just flown by. Thank you so much for being a guest.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Chip. It's really been a pleasure.
0: Mm -hmm. And listeners, thank you for once again joining us for an episode of Sex, Love & Intimacy. And I hope you'll join us again next time. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.